Hi, I'm Bruce Weinstein, and this is the podcast Cooking with Bruce and Mark. And I'm Mark Scarborough, and together Bruce and I have written 35 cookbooks, including The Kitchen Shortcut Bible and Grain Mains, all about how to make whole grains into main courses, none of which has anything to do with this show today. No, because today's show is <laughs> The Ketchup Show. <laughs> Look, ketchup is an American staple. I mean, I love it. We, most of us love it. We love it enough to how much do we eat of it? Oh my gosh! North Americans consume each three bottles of ketchup a year. And those are probably the Costco size bottles. <laughs> I'm oh hoping. I'm hoping. It's unbelievable. But you know why? Everybody knows why. Despite Ronald Reagan and vegetables, and despite ketchup, ketchup is a vegetable. Oh, Let he the only thing that man ever said right. <laughs> The ketchup is a vegetable. Oh, my God. Um, all right. Uh, beside all that, it's sweet. It's a little tangy. Um, I guess someone might think it's sour. I don't think it's <laughs> Who? I'm, I'm the guy who puts four lemon slices in a glass of iced tea. So, ooh, iced tea. Oh, my, my, my grammar teachers would be proud. Okay, so uh, I don't think it's so sour. But anyway, everybody loves the condiment. So we're going to talk about what to do with that bottle of ketchup because we have a hunch you got a bottle of ketchup in your refrigerator and you are using it for burgers and maybe hot dogs and you need to figure out what more to do with so it, So right? we're going to give you seven more things to do and we're going to start with Mark. Okay, well, the first thing is just don't forget that ketchup makes a great omelet filling. Now don't, oh God, don't turn off the podcast. Ketchup and eggs is a great combination. <laughs> My grandpa Joe put ketchup on eggs and that's how I love it. I think every it. guy has put ketchup on scrambled eggs at Yum. least once. Yum, it's delicious. If you haven't, try it. So um, how would you make an omelet with a ketchup filling uh, me yeah i would take a non-stick skillet and i'd put the beaten eggs in it and when it was just about set i would put the ketchup in it roll it up and put it on my plate there you go that seems like a very easy way to use up excess ketchup okay so moving on what's a second great way well another thing that you could do with ketchup because it has so much flavor and it's got vinegary stuff in it is use it as a marinade i think but, people forget about this one yeah but don't use it straight yeah you can no. just dump the steak in the, uh, in the ketchup alone uh, uh. but if you mix equal parts of soy sauce um, white wine and ketchup, throw in a little minced ginger, some garlic. So again, that's soy sauce, white wine, ketchup, ginger, and garlic. It's an amazing marinade. You could do that um, with skirt steaks. You could do it with hanger steaks. You even do it with chicken thighs. And just to clarify, that's equal proportions of yeah. soy sauce. And you can use reduced sodium, right? Because ketchup's got yeah. plenty of salt in yep, it. Yep, yep. And uh, white wine. So And white wine and ketchup. And what if I didn't want to use white wine? What if I had an alcohol issue? What would I put in there? Apple juice. Okay. Apple juice. Un and unsweetened apple yeah. juice, we always say. Oh, yeah, because you're going to worry about this. You're using ketchup. <laughs> and you're going to worry that it's sweetened apple juice. Okay, so how long should I marinate that stuff let's say that i mix together equal parts soy sauce i'm going to keep saying it a million times so no one can forget <laughs> equal parts soy sauce white wine and ketchup and i put a little minced ginger and a little minced garlic in it and i shove i don't know a skirt steak in it in a nine by 13 pan and better even yet use a ziploc bag then it'll get okay all good. Uh, how do you do that so you just put the meat in the ziploc bag dump all the other ingredients in, seal it tight and then you could squish it up and rub it all together oh, in the bag with oh, you can fun. rub it all over your body and, and what two hours but no more than 12. okay two hours but yeah because the meat gets gushy uh yeah, and the vinegar just starts to get it it's meat. disgusting um so anyway two hours more than 12, but in the refrigerator right yeah, the fridge. keep that in the fridge okay mm -hmm. so what else are you going to do with it mark okay so a third idea is what i do is of course ketchup is the base of cocktail sauce now many people yeah. know this but 
you know, um, I am the one <laughs> in our family who is asked always to make the cocktail sauce. You make good cocktail sauce. I do. So I just want to tell you how I do it. And I'm going to give you my exact recipe. And you can write this down um, or <laughs> try to remember it. But it's it's basically I take about a cup of ketchup. Now, look, I'm eyeballing this. But about a cup of ketchup, I take about three tablespoons of prepared jarred white horseradish. Why white? You know, why would you use red? I Well, I don't know why. I've just always used white. I grew up I grew up in Dallas going to S and D Oyster Company and they had white horseradish on the table and that's what I know to use. So okay. don't give me don't give me any problems. Because my grandmother always put red horseradish on the gefilte fish. Uh, well that's different because she's trying to gussy it up. She's trying to put lipstick on the Sarah Palin. So <laughs> she's she yeah. should have put cocktail sauce on the gefilte fish. That would have been so much it would have made Passover a lot better. Yeah, sure enough. So anyway, a cup about of ketchup, three tablespoons of prepared jarred white horseradish, two tablespoons of fresh lemon juice. Notice how high up I've used those. I've used a lot of horseradish and I've used a lot of lemon juice because ketchup is super sweet and I am trying to make the cocktail sauce better balanced for the shrimp. And then I always add, um, I usually add a dash or two of Worcestershire sauce for more salt and then some chopped dill. I Yum. love dill fresh and cocktail dill. Fresh sauce. Dill, right? yeah. Yeah. Yep. But in a pinch, you could even put a little dry dill in there, but I'd prefer fresh. But that's um, – and that cup measure of ketchup and all that stuff, I mean, that's for a lot of shrimp. That's two to three pounds of shrimp right there. So well, that's enough for me. That's two to three <laughs> pounds per person. <laughs> and so that it makes a really spicy sauce. I find that the, the, the way people mistake – Cocktail sauces, they don't put enough horseradish and they don't put enough lemon juice in it. It really needs to be a nice sweet sour sauce. Then you might as well just squeeze bottle the ketchup right in your shrimp. Exactly. Mm. Okay, so what's the fourth way? Well, we're going to go back to the barbecue like we did the steaks, but Mm. now we're going to make a barbecue sauce that you can use on chicken or beef. Really simple. So we got a cup of cider vinegar, a third of a cup of ketchup, tablespoon of molasses, and a teaspoon of chili flakes. So again, cup of cider vinegar, third of a cup of ketchup, tablespoon of molasses, Teaspoon of chili flakes. And this is no cook, right? We don't have to no cook cooking. this thing down. You just mop it on wings, mop it on chicken breast. You can even mop it on a fish fillet. Okay, and how would you, when you say mop, for those who are not total grill jockeys, what does that mean? Oh, you could use a pastry brush or you could buy a grill mop, which looks like a floor mop, only if it's in the, if in the palm of your hand. And you're talking, I'm just going to clarify, you're talking mopping it while it's over the heat, right? Not when it comes off the heat. You know, you're mopping it while it's on the grill so that right. that glaze caramelizes and reduces and sticks to it right yep that's right that's okay right. So what so, else are you gonna do um here's my best tip of all i love turkey burgers i really do love mm. turkey burgers um but but i have a problem and that is ground turkey becomes a hockey puck when it goes on the grill and i find one of the ways to stop it from being a hockey puck is to add ketchup to ground turkey for the burgers if you add some ketchup to it you're going to find that the turkey burgers take on more moisture i would say about three tablespoons maybe even a quarter cup per pound of ground turkey and the turkey will then withhold more moisture it'll be of course salty and sweet of course all that if you don't want it quite as sweet then jiggle some curry powder in there too oh ketchup and curry powder that's like a curry verse to go to germany and they sell the those (laughs) sausages on the street hot dogs basically with curried ketchup to dip it in really not going to talk about how you pronounce german it's just not going to work it's a curry worst yeah so hitler uh, (laughs) hitler 
Hitler. Okay. <laughs> so we were in Germany once, and Bruce wanted to know how to say something in German, and I tried to teach him, and he couldn't get it out. So he finally just said to me, Hitler. Jews just don't speak German <laughs> for an obvious reason. Um, put a little ketchup, and if you don't like it quite so sweet, a little curry powder, mm, three tablespoons of ketchup per pound of ground turkey. The turkey burgers will not be those horrid hockey pucks. Okay, so moving on to the sixth so the, thing to do with that so bottle of ketchup. So the Germans uh, used ketchup and curry powder. The Swedes do something really weird with ketchup. They like to put it on pasta. Are you sure that's weird? Well... My grandmother did it too, but she wasn't from Sweden. She was from <laughs> Chicago, even though her family was from the old country. I'm not sure which old country. Yeah, one well, of there's the, so many. One of the old countries, Poland, Poland Russia. Hungary. Well, the borders kept switching Russia, around. Russia, Belarus. So she would make me Mississippi luxion, which is Sorry. little Yiddish noodles, and she'd put ketchup on them. And then to make it super special, she would put some cream cheese to melt it. That was her idea of mm. pasta in a creamy tomato sauce was noodles with cream cheese and ketchup so you could do the same thing cook up some whole wheat pasta oh. squeeze a little ketchup <laughs> and melt a little cream cheese but and no. you can what does have, it mean do you put the cream cheese in a bowl and then put the hot pasta over sure, it and sure. then add and then the ketchup and deli- stir it up and it delicious. all kind of becomes delicious dog food it's okay. delicious my grandma rose was not wrong and here's the last thing to do with ketchup, and that is it is a secret ingredient, I think, to black bean dip. If you drain out a 15-ounce can of black beans and you puree it with some ketchup, some balsamic vinegar, and some chili powder, just standard old chili powder, you're going to have a really fine black bean dip. Yum. I, I think maybe like about three tablespoons or so of ketchup. You don't have per to be, can of beans. Yeah. yeah, you don't have to be crazy about this. Maybe a tablespoon of balsamic vinegar, maybe a tablespoon of chili powder, but you don't have to be crazy about this. Uh, you can eyeball it. But, oh, can I make that tonight? Let's have some tonight. Yeah, mm. well, we just had taco night, but sure. And so black bean dip, ketchup is just the natural in it because it's sweet. It's a, a little tangy. That balsamic vinegar will pull the tang up quite a bit. And don't use another kind of vinegar because it's going to get too sour then. You yeah, because balsamic is sweet and that's a good thing. That's right. So there are seven things to do with that ketchup in your refrigerator. Wait, I want to go back through the list again just for the sake of argument. We're going to put it in an omelet, right? Sure. We're going to use it as a marinade. We're going to make a cocktail sauce. We're going to make a barbecue sauce. We're going to put it at turkey burgers. We're going to make Bruce's grandmother's disgusting garbage <laughs> pasta. And... <laughs> <laughs> what was that last one? Oh, right. You're going to put it in a black bean dip. We're going to make it in black bean dip. Okay, but we so have a bonus. We, we have, have two, two things bonuses. to do with ketchup. And my favorite is, you know those little packets of ketchup that you get at like McDonald's yeah. and fast foods? Grab a handful of them next time you go. Steal them. Grab them. Put them in your freezer. And that way when you burn yourself in the kitchen, you've got little ice packs ready to go <laughs> on your burns. I'm sure McDonald's are going to thank you for that. But they are really handy to take care of burns. And if you can't get ketchup out of a bottle, if you're using still the glass or plastic bottles, not the squeeze bottles, one easy way to get the ketchup out is you put a drinking straw into the bottom, put it all the way through to the bottom of the bottle, and then blow very gently. Are you making bubbles in your bottle? No, don't blow hard or you're going to end up with ketchup all over your kitchen. But blow very gently. You'll loosen the surface tension up and you will get the ketchup out every single time. If you like this podcast, click me, Bruce and Mark, and you liked our ketchup show, stay tuned for more fabulous episodes like this and subscribe so you don't miss a single one. And hey, give us a rating. That's even better because the algorithm pays attention to the ratings and 
connect with us on social media on Twitter, Instagram, or Facebook. Uh, we're there under our own names. Bruce is on Instagram under Bruce A. Weinstein. Otherwise, we're under our own names on those social media platforms. And let me say that you can find us on YouTube on a channel called Cooking with Bruce and Mark, in which you will find all kinds of videos we have made cooking all kinds of dishes, kind of crazy stuff. And you can see step-by-step step how to do it itself. So connect with us on social media. Check us out on YouTube and come back for another episode of Cooking with Bruce and Mark.